Atlanta, the home of Coca-Cola. So keep your Pepsi-drinking asses out of here. It's the Whole World Improv Theater podcast, brought to you by Whole World Improv Theater, Atlanta's original home of improv. Here are your hosts, artistic director Chip Powell, and a man who denies he's got gray hair. He says he's going chrome. John Mihalik. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Whole World Improv Theater Podcast. My name is John Mihalik, and with me is my co-host, the artistic director of Whole World Improv Theater, Mr. Chip Powell. Hello, Chip. Hey, John. We have a very special guest today. We are very excited to have Grant McGowan on. Grant not only trained here at Whole World before he went to NYC, to the New York City, to study, but he also came back formed his own theater company, forged it, and I am a huge fan, and not only a huge fan, but I've also been in a few of his productions, and it rocks over there. So welcome, Grant McGowan. Yeah, glad to be here. And of course, I'm a huge fan of Whole World Theater. Always trying to send people over there because I think you guys are doing something right, for sure. Discipline is what I took away from learning as a teenager at Whole World. That was probably one of the first legit acting programs that I had um, and really got excited about it, acting, and so much so that I wanted to move to New York City and learn even more. And now I'm a huge nerd and, (laughs) you know, I'm in a lucky position where I'm teaching, so. Don't worry, I'm a huge nerd myself, so you are among them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why we're here, right? It's probably why we're doing this podcast. We want to learn as much as we can because we love what we do. So you are in high school. I, I think the one thing that always sticks out in my mind, your sister was a main stage performer with us. And yeah. at the time that you guys took classes, she was uber impressed that you knew your credit card number by heart. You knew it. And that you could just rattle it off, which was funny that your sister funny. was caught off guard by that. But the whole process, like you guys joined the class program And then take us on your journey of your education. Like it starts here and then it goes where? Well, that's funny. Well, I'm glad you bring up my sister because she is a huge part of that. And she's still, you know, making theater in her own way. She's the founder and producer over at uh, The Mighty Shorts. They're doing sketch comedy in Atlanta. And she's doing some really great stuff. I got into all this. She's my older sister. And I grew up watching her in the musicals in high school. And they were big productions. And I loved it. I was always a very shy kid. Very, uh, I guess, nervous and afraid to speak in front of others. So I think maybe the fear of it gave me an adrenaline rush. And that was how I got all into it. Eventually in high school, I, I remember just almost having so many nerves in my hands are shaking auditioning for the musical but it happened to be that I got lucky and I got a, a leading role in the musical and and I think that it all started there I had a blast on stage and it, it was an outlet a way for me to let go a lot of I guess feelings and who I wanted to be but was afraid to be in front of others so uh, that's where the passion started in high school theater musical theater and then um, eventually my sister she went to UGA and she was studying communications and business and marketing, but she kind of got out of theater for a while and I was still doing it. And I was really falling in love with it. And I was like, Hey, listen, well, we wanted to hang out together. That was like a goal of ours, which is looking back kind of a sweet thing. We weren't really spending time together. So we were like, we need to do, so we need to bond. 
so I just signed her up for at the time I knew my, my mom's <laughs> credit card number. My mom was a big that's so funny. So I just like uh I signed her up. I was like, Mom, this is on you. <laughs> and she's like, What? You know, <laughs> yeah, Lauren and I are bonding. And that was the one thing she said really my family really, my mom especially really supported was she wanted my sister and I to bond. So we took this improv class together, whole world theater. And this was um teaching artist was Eric Goins. He's also still around doing great work. And um, he was a great teacher. He's a very intense guy. You know, I think that's a lot of people would maybe describe him. as yeah. If you've, if you studied with him, if you haven't studied with him, you think, oh, he's really chill and laid back. But you study with him, you realize he's really an intense teacher. And I think the one word that encapsulates whatever, if that's a word that really, that would summarize what I took away was discipline the discipline for the work. And that's something that whole world does really well. They come in and they warm up and there's a, a structure. There's a, a program. There's a method to the madness that we see, you know, as audiences, we see, wow, they just are coming up with this on the spot. But, but really there's a lot of training involved to make it look natural. And just like any other art form, there's a practice to it and there's a skill set that you can learn and the really cool thing about it, now that I'm teaching it, I've been teaching, I guess, 12 plus years or something, is anybody could do this. You know, anybody could be an actor. Anybody could be funny. You just really need the discipline. And I think maybe more than that, you got to want to do it. Like if you want to do it and you have that spark, that motivation, something that drives you. And again, for me, it was a fear that I wanted to overcome that I think drove me into the theater. Do you remember a moment where you really felt like, hey, hey, I'm over the fear? Um, good question. I do remember a moment where I finally felt proud as an artist. And that's kind of, it's, it seems like a lot to say, but early in my career or my journey as an artist, I really wanted to be good. You know, I don't worry about that anymore. That's not something I concern myself with. But I think somewhere around 25, 26, I'm 34 years old now. It was a play that I wrote, in fact, and I actually performed in this play, which a, a whole world alum directed, a guy named Robbie Glade, fantastic director. And again, he had discipline to back him as a talented guy, but he kind of encouraged me and he directed the show. He encouraged me to be in the show that I wrote. And at first I was like, ah, I don't know if that's a good idea, but it was the most fun I've, I think I've had in the theater. And I was really proud of myself. At the end of the show, I was like, wow, this is great. I think that's really important because a lot of times when we're young artists, we look back at our work and we're like, oh, I could have done that better. And we tend to be really demanding of ourselves, but it's a journey. You're going to get better as you go. And I think it's important to celebrate your checkpoints, to celebrate your little successes along the way. Meisner has this great quote, it takes 20 years to become an actor. I think that's really true uh, with any art form. I think it takes 20 years to really be like a master of this. So if you're interested in this journey, dive into it and celebrate your checkpoints along the way, because you'll probably do some really good work along the way as you're training, as you're getting better, you'll do some good work for sure. Major support for Whole World Improv Theater is provided by the Atlanta Mayor's Office of Cultural Affairs, the sweetest smelling office of cultural affairs in the world. From Atlanta, yeah. what was in New York City that called you there? And then what happened in New York City? Ooh, well, I'll be honest. I never really felt at home until I moved to New York City. 
it's interesting because I grew up in the suburbs of Atlanta and um, I wouldn't say I had a rough childhood at all. You know, I had a very good childhood. I had friends. I played a lot of sports, but I didn't feel like I ever really fit in because I guess I, you know, there's a weird part of me that was drawn to the arts and performing arts. And there just felt like there was something missing. and I didn't know what. So when I moved to New York, I was like, ah, I get it. You know, this is what I'm missing. This is like home to me. I fit in here. There's even though really the thing about New York is there's no fitting in, you know, there's so much diversity and uniqueness in terms of the people. I mean, there's just representation from all over the world. It's just like, you can't put your finger on what it is because it's so many things. And it's, I think just the representation and diversity of art uh, in New York is just is brilliant. And it makes you feel very small and humble in a good way so that you can just focus on the art. Now, New York is not perfect. It's a tough city to live in. But I learned how to be open as an artist there. Now, that's something you can learn here in Atlanta for sure. But for me, I learned a lot about the world. And when I came back to Atlanta, I think I had a lot of energy when I first started here. You know, and I kind of wanted to fuck things up a little bit. I'll be honest, when I came back I, down here, I had a little punk rock spirit in me that wanted to produce edgier theater. And I've since mellowed out a little bit. <laughs> but it is that spirit that I think sometimes is a birth of creative works. Hey, you've been listening to people talk about improv, so why not try it yourself? Whole World Improv Theater has in-person improv classes for beginners and seasoned actors alike. No prior experience is needed. Our class program is eight weeks long and full of people just like you who want to learn and have a lot of fun. Just check out our website to learn more or sign up. The website is wholeworldtheater.com. And that's theater with an R-E at the end because we're fancy. In the late 80s <laughs> early 90s when i was in la i was on tour and all the actors were like you've got to do meisner you've got to take this meisner class and la was like you know we would stand in line at cbs studios and get sunburned to try to be an extra on young and the restless or just whatever the hell kind of yeah. gig you get it was mostly student films that you could get a part in but they didn't pay and you were on tour so you were getting paid and you had your per diem but you were holding on to your money and so you're like right. how much is that class and new headshots and then go to this book on how to sell yourself in la and there was so much going on and i took a meisner class and yeah it did i think ultimately open my eyes in a different way. So you know, for our listeners that are mostly improvised students that have probably never sure. done Meisner, can you kind of sum it up and give us a how-to of Meisner? Yeah. Well, it's hard to sum up any one acting technique. A lot of it is like, if you're a nerd like I am, you want to get as much information as you can. So it's like, take the classes, take all the classes. And, you know, it's always better to actually spend time with it rather than to audit but the meisner technique i mean it's been around for decades its founder sanford meisner was a part of the group theater he was a method acting teacher and i think that's important to note there's a misconception of method acting these kind of crazy guys that don't ever break character and that sort of thing but method the term method acting was coined by konstantin stanislavski 
who was the founder and artistic director of the Group Theater in New York City in the 1930s. Among that theater was young Sanford Meisner, young Lee Strasberg, Stella Adler, eventually Uta Hagen. There were some really great, incredible teachers there. One thing I'll say about method acting is method acting is acting based in realism. So when we see method actors, which is probably 98% of what we see on television and film uh, acting that we believe in, the, it's um, emotionally real. That doesn't mean that the character, that you need to be in character all the time, but it means between the action and cut, we see a vulnerable and emotionally real performance that we perceive as real and, um, and believable. But I think a lot of it is very foundation that we believe that it's really happening. Sanford Meisner developed his own technique, which was really beautiful uh, because talking about that word discipline, there was a discipline to the Meisner technique, whereas you practice it, there's exercises you do and you develop skills. That made a lot of sense to me. And I think even coming from the whole world theater, you know, coming, training with you guys, like I, I think that made a lot of sense to me. I was an athlete in high school and I took that very seriously. I understood training. I understood that I put in the hours and I did the exercises that I would be better on the field. And the same goes with acting. So when I found the Meisner technique, it took me a second to really realize that it was a good technique. I mean, I was certainly skeptical of it at the beginning, like anybody, but as time progressed, it was just so powerful to watch it, to watch actors transform into really good actors and to watch myself become more vulnerable, more open, you know, more sensitive, a better listener on stage. And, and it just brings out really powerful work, but it does come down to the discipline of it. One thing I would say is I think Meisner was perhaps the least intellectual of the acting teachers. He realized that acting, a big part of it is the emotional life. That's kind of like the color palette that we use if we were painters, uh, actors use emotions to draw out their character. And that emotion come from a reaction to something, you know, it comes from a response. And, um, and we're all wired a little bit differently in how we emote and how we react to something. So, but that's truly where our personalities come out. That's where our, our unique selves come out. And you learn that with the Meisner technique. The Meisner technique, you learn and focus on your instinct, the emotional instinct. And you'll find that a lot of really great art comes from that place. It comes from, um, I felt it, you know, uh, it sounded right. It just came from within, you know, an emotion that you had. And that's where the words end up on paper or where the paint hits the canvas because you're in an emotional place. So what was really cool, though, now teaching it, though, is um, I think the Meisner technique, if practiced, again, you really got to practice it. You can't just audit a class or two and understand, develops an emotional intelligence. And I even think that it develops empathy because what we're practicing doing when, when participating in theaters, we're walking in someone else's shoes, putting ourselves under a set of imaginary circumstances, and then we feel like what it feels like if that were happening to us. And I think that's essentially what empathy is. So it's a great thing. Like acting is a beautiful art form. I think everyone should do it. That's all the time we have this week. Join us next week for part two of our interview with Grant McGowan. And remember, we're in our fundraising season. 
So go to georgiagives.org. That's G-A-G-I-V-E-S dot O-R-G. Search for my name in the search box. Just type in M-I-H-A-L-I-K. You'll find my link to donate. Don't use anyone else's link, like Steve Porter. You just can't trust that guy. And if you can't trust him, how can you trust his donation page? Guy's probably trying to raise money for new beard wax. You can't trust Steve. Thanks for listening to the Whole World Improv Theater Podcast, an indie podcast that goes great with your bohemian lifestyle. The Whole World Improv Podcast is a production of Whole World Improv Theater in association with Headspace Industries. The executive producer, writer, and grandmaster of improv food is Chip Powell. The producer, writer, editor, and video intern for promotional pictures is John Mihalik. <sighs> really, John? Pictures aren't really that hard. Like, you Google them or you Photoshop them together, and it doesn't take a wizard to do that unless you want to, like, edit in some scandalous material, which you would totally do because you're a little pervert, aren't you, John? Aren't you? Aren't you? Original music by The Gentle Readers. Our social media maven is Bethany Rowe. Please help support this podcast by liking, subscribing, and leaving us a review. It's really easy to do, and it doesn't require a secret decoder ring. Whole World Improv Theater is a 501c3 nonprofit theater. Please support by donating at our website, wholeworldtheater.com. And remember, it's tax deductible. The government can make $3.5 trillion out of thin air, so they don't really need your money anyway. Additional writing and voiceover from me, Kate Arlo. And I'm still spending part-time, most time, eh, 90% of the time, in Chicago. And it is cold as tits here. Everyone was going, okay, oh, are you prepared for the winter? And I was like, no, it's fine, it's gonna be fine. I walk out the door right now, I don't know, it's been like 20 to 30 something degrees, and my eyeballs, I don't know if I have sensitive eyeballs, I might have sensitive eyeballs. Uh, the water in my eye is freezing. No one told me that part. I don't know if anyone has any recommendations for eyeball water. Freezing, uh, are we supposed to wear goggles up there? It's getting there, it's getting there. Bought a full length coat down to the feet cause I'm a little baby. I'm coming back to you, Atlanta. I'm coming back. I love you and I miss you. I don't think I appreciated you more. I'm sorry. <laughs>